Good morning, uh, good morning, New Life uh, Manteca. Uh, I've been looking forward to uh, coming here all week, believe it or not. I'm not, I've never thought of myself as a public speaker. Uh, I've always been interested in, in ministry and wanting to get involved. Uh, so be careful what you ask for. And, uh, uh, but after that introduction, I feel like I should be coming out here like a, a dry bar comedy hour or something. Uh, but uh, I'm like you, Kyler. I was, uh, thanks for that worship was awesome. Uh, I was actually out there crying. It's a perfect song for this message, too. Um, today, um, not only am I part of the leadership team, um, I'm sorry, my name is Everett, and I'm part of the leadership team at the New Life Dream Center, but not only am I part of the leadership team at the New Life Dream Center, um, back in January, I do believe, it was right, right before January, Pastor Troy sat us all down. He was giving out our I guess our titles or what we're going to be doing as part of our, our role in the network. And uh, besides just the being part of the leadership at Modesto, um, he also, he said it kind of jokingly, but I think he kind of meant it. He also said that I was going to be the nerd. <laughs> I was going to be the nerd of the network. And um, what it really stands for is the network recovery director. Um, awesome. But uh, if you take off the R.E.D., what you really get is what we uh, what you see is the R, uh, which represents recovery, and that's the key to that whole thing. Um, I'm currently uh, I'm currently holding a uh, recovery group right now, um, and it's uh, it's a it's going really good now. Uh, it took a while to get started, but uh, I think God decided that I'm going to take this off. Uh, I'm not a cowboy, so. Uh, <laughs> No, I, I bought that for our 10-year anniversary, and that's the only time I wore it, and so I wanted to thank God I figured out a, a way to wear it again. I'm trying to get my money's worth out of it, because you probably never see it on me again. Um, but I'm currently leading a program uh, called The Bright Side of Broken. Can I get everybody to say Bright Side of Broken? Bright side of broken. Amen. Um, some people hear that, uh, hear that phrase, bright side of broken, and they have like a kind of a puzzled look on their face. Um, it takes a couple seconds to kind of soak in. Um, but when I named it this, uh, there's a cliche out there. Uh, you've probably heard it. Uh, I've heard it many times. And uh, the saying goes something similar like this. Oh, look on the bright side. Now, if you're like me and you're going through a hard time in your life or having a problem with your marriage or just anything, a bad time. I think that's probably one of the last things you want to hear. Because uh, when you're going through the mess, when you're going through something bad, uh, I don't think we really see a bright side. But And that is why I titled this message, What Do You Mean Bright Side? Uh, I was a little confused when I first saw it. Ashley actually was like, oh, I love your slide. For the time, I was like, what slide? I didn't even check it out yet. But thank you, Brian. Uh, just so you know, I am a dog lover, and he said that's why you picked it. But it was actually perfect. If you look at that dog's face, I think when someone comes up to you and says, oh, look at the bright side, that's about how our face will look at people. It's like, what, I mean, what are you even talking about? But I knew uh, for the last couple of months this is what I wanted to talk about. And uh, I didn't know how to go about it. And uh, we've been going through this... Uh, the last several weeks, we've been going over healing, the warning signs, and how to take action when we hear God speaking to us. And uh, 
it just, I was trying to figure out a way, how can I do this? And uh, I had to, uh, something happened. Uh, I was like, how am I going to write this and explain what I want to say? And something happened. I'm going to show you a drawing here in a second. I had a lady in my group uh, with the bright side of broken. And uh, she was having a struggle with her, with her family. Besides her uh, addiction problems, she also has anger issues. And she texted me one day, and she was going through something bad. And I told her, I knew, she, I knew she liked to draw. And I don't know if anybody here has been through recovery or knows someone that's been in recovery or counseling. There's magic in a pencil. Um, and that's why a lot of times they'll have you, uh, and when you're in counseling or something, you'll write a letter to somebody or to yourself. Uh, but she, I knew she knew she could draw. And um, she listened to my advice. And this, is, this picture right here is what the Holy Spirit led her to draw. After I, uh, after I saw this picture, the Holy Spirit really spoke to me. Uh, a lot of people, the first thing they'll look at is uh, like a, a valley. Someone standing at the front end of a valley, and they see the darkness, they see the dragon. But with me and my recovery, where the state I'm in, my first thought was, the Holy Spirit said, look at the light. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. And for a lot of us, uh, especially all of us, uh, most of us here, that light is Jesus. Um, but I was still struggling. I was like, well, how am I going to go about this? And this picture just really changed my mind, and the Holy Spirit kind of like just hit me in the head. And he said, take your bright side of broken, your little catchy saying, and, and teach it backwards. So what I'm going to do today, and I'll need your participation uh, I'm going to have you repeating things for me. But I'm going to go over these words backwards, starting with broken. So, and, uh, uh, the first word is broken. Can you say broken, please? Broken. Amen. We all have, well, sometimes go through uh, hard times, uh, and, and we, we're in a place where we just feel broken. Uh, whether it's in a relationship problem, a uh, problem at a job, uh, maybe it's a drug or alcohol problem, maybe it's an eating disorder, or uh, maybe you just deal with depression or anger. Um, heaven forbid I, I, I can relate. I, I think I've dealt with every single one of them. Uh, and, and what I want to show you today is that there is an answer. And I'm going to be reading some scriptures to you. I'll be reading out of the uh, English Standard Version. Uh, if you brought your Bibles or you like to read out of the app off your phone, that's awesome. But the words will also be on the screen behind me. And what I would like for you to do, first of all, is uh, if you could, could you turn to Psalms 34, 17 through 18. Give me a second as I get there. In Psalm 34, 17 through 18, it reads, when the, when the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of their troubles. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. And what I would like to do is, um, I'll try not to get emotional. I, it seems like I do. I, when I practice this, it's fine. But when I start doing it in front of people, I get a little emotional. But uh, I'm going to just give you a little ex example of my story. Um, it, it was three years, nine months, and 12 days ago. Back on uh, October 12th, 2018, um, I was still drinking. I was a heavy beer drinker. And uh, 
there was a night that came, and I was sitting on my back porch like I always did. And I got to a point where I was just tired. Um, so, you know, I've been drinking for since I was 16. So I was on like a 30-year a run off and on. Been to, at that time, three rehabs. Uh, I tried them all. But uh, I was at a point where my, my kids weren't talking to me. Um, I couldn't see my grandkids. I don't know why that, that one always gets me. But um, it was a hard time. And in other words, what I'm trying to say to you, uh, we come to a point where we finally got to admit that we're broken. And it's when we, we cry out to God. Uh, I think he hears us. And uh, it was that night, three, uh, almost four years ago, that why he did it this time, I always tell everybody, I think it was just my heart. I was at a point where I was ready. And, um, God, I didn't want to start crying. Um, but I think he, he just sees your heart. And from that point on, it's like he just, a snap of a finger, he just took it away from me. Um, and... It's just, it's something that's really hard to explain. But if we just turn our, what I'm saying is if we turn our hearts over to God, He will heal us. And the, uh, the next word I like to talk about is side. Um, can you say side? side? Amen. I'll be honest, I struggled with how to explain this. Uh, it seemed like a pretty basic word, but I was like, so but what's the definition of side? You know, I, I, how can I be you know, all crafty with it? Uh, so I, of course, I went to Google, and uh, I went to Google, and this is what Google said: uh, it's a position to the left or, or to the right of an object, place, or central point. That did nothing for me. I was like, <laughs> that was not uplifting. No direction. Um, I kind of knew that um, to a point, but I was like, well, I don't even know where to go with that, and. Uh, Pastor Troy spoke a couple weeks ago, and he talked about Cain. And uh, we're going to read that, that scripture again in a second. But uh, he talked about Cain and how his sacrifice to God, God didn't accept it, upset Cain. But God said something to him that I thought was important to help me uh, explain what, to me, this, the side means in this program. So if you could turn to uh, Genesis, turn to Genesis 4-7, and we're going to read it again. Um, in Genesis 4, 7, it reads, I know this is going to fall, I'm going to take it down. It says, if you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do, not do well, sin is crouching at your door. It's desires for you, but you must rule over it. Um, basically, what it's saying is, in other words, we got to pick a side. Uh, and if you want to use another word that I thought was acceptable for that, was we got to take choose the path that we want to go. Um, the day I was on the porch, it was the, I guess the first time I actually got to a point where I was like, it's either stay in your addiction, hurt your kids, hurt yourself, or you pick the side of God, and, um, and that's what I did. I was it was finally the first time that I was like, this is the last time. Because I knew there was uh, another thing on that. That was the only time in my life that I actually, I never thought about killing myself. But I was saying these words to me that night. 
maybe my kids would be better off if I wasn't here. And uh, that's not a good place. I don't know if you've ever been there, but it's not a, it's not a comfortable feeling. And I knew that was a time that I needed to pick that side and stay with it. But, um, but to be healed, we got to decide that we're broken. We got to decide what path we're going to take. And that leads me to the last word I want to talk about tonight. Or I'm still stuck in Modesto. Today, this afternoon, is bright. Can you see bright, please? Bright. Amen. Can you please put that drawing back up for me? I'm going to read a verse to you. You probably have heard it. Um, most of us have probably over a million times, but I still want to read it to you. Um, it's Psalms 34, uh, Psalms 23, 4. And in Psalms 23, 4, you may have heard this. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no, fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff comfort me. And um, if you look at that picture, the key is that the, there's comfort to anything that we're going through. And um, it's not something you have to be ashamed of. At the time, it probably people do. I mean, I don't want to say as a man, like, disregarding women or anything like that but as a man in your pride I mean it's a, it's a hard thing to admit you're broken and I'm sure for women it's the same way but uh, just coming from a man's brain um, it's hard and uh, but if we do turn our brokenness over to God and pick his path that's what we need to do and uh, but when you look at this picture that light it's the it's it's that hope that's the only word I can come up with when I see that picture that she drew is the hope um, that Jesus is the light. I want to read one more scripture to you, uh, John eight twelve, to kind of explain what I'm, where I'm going with that. In John eight twelve, it reads this: as um, Jesus is speaking to the Pharisees, and he tells them, again Jesus spoke to them, saying, "I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. The light of life." And when I saw that picture, that was exactly what I what I saw right first thing. Um, would I have seen that four years ago? Probably not. Um, I wasn't seeing nothing but that dark valley. But when we go through all these things, uh, when we go through all these things, we turn our lives over and we do everything that we're supposed to do that God wants us to do. The key to this whole message is this is what we get. If you can go to the next slide. God can and will turn your life around and flip the script on you. And um, it just shows you that there is a bright side of broken. God can use you for this program I'm doing now. Even if it helps one person, it's all worth it. The whole, the whole 30 years that I've went through is, is worth it for one person. And... Um, it wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have happened without God's help. I guarantee it. Um, but I would like for you to repeat that with me. There is a bright side to broken. God can and will, and re, uh, God can will and restore us. He can mend our brokenness and use us for things that we 
that right side of broken, my uh, title, things that you would never even thought possible. It wasn't long ago that um, we used to talk when I used to have a job at Frito-Lay, and um, most people that know me know I hated it. I was there for 13 years. Uh, it broke me down. Ended up having like four surgeries because of that place. Uh, it's a long story, but I hated that place. And um, we used to talk all the time with some of the guys that also didn't like it. And it was, But I was almost like 40 years old at the time. And it's like, well, what are you going to do? I didn't have no college. I've always been, after the military, I was kind of a laborer. That's, that's what I did. And um, I was good at it, but I was falling apart. And uh, the only thing I could ever think of was like, well, what if you went to school? What would you do? And the only thing I ever could think about was I'd love to go to Bible school. Even in my addiction, when I was screwed up and screwing up and hurting people myself, uh, I've always thought, you know, I'd love to go to Bible college and be in ministry. I don't know why I thought that or I thought that could be a possibility. But after I got sober and clean, Pastor Troy approached me with the uh, ministry training center. Um, and lo and behold, here I am. Um, God took me out of my debt. Um, he put me in the school that I've always said I wanted to be in. I'm living on the property of the place that I love to be at. Um, running a dream center that I've always thought was the reason God put that whole building there in the first place. Um, it just shows you, and what my point is, it just shows you what God can do for you. Amen. Um, and before I close this message, um, I would like to take a, like three more minutes of your time. There's a video I want to show you in a second. Um, it's a, this is a song by Mercy Me. Some of you um, heard of the group. I'll probably get even more emotional after this song is over. Um, this song has saved me so many times. Um, and all the things that when I go through anything bad or I struggle, if I hear this song, it just makes my day so much better. But if you just listen to the song, if you can close your eyes, listen to the words. If you don't feel comfortable with that, you can read the words. as I, um, They're up on the screen with the video. But I don't want to take anything away from Mercy Me. I want to give them the credit because it's this song that helped me title this recovery group. Amen. Is that not a good song or what? Uh, I love that song. Um, but that's where I got the that's where I got the title. And uh, when I first heard it, I was like, "That's what I want. That is what I want to do." Um, I'm going to go off a little go off script a little bit because I know Rob's looking at me like, "Dude, you forgot a scripture." <laughs> but I didn't forget it because the Holy Spirit just reminded me while I was listening to that song. And it's uh, it's funny because I almost left the scripture out to begin with, and the Holy Spirit kept nudging me saying, "No, you need a this one. I want in there." Um, so what I would like for you to do, uh, Rob, if you could put that up there for me, is turn to First uh, Peter 5.10. And um, I love this scripture, and I'm going to be sharing this with a lot with people. Uh, it reads, And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore confirm, strengthen, and establish you. What stuck out to me, which I thought, well, I wouldn't say it was funny, but uh, after you have suffered for a while, uh, my while was 30 years. And um, 
I'm here to tell you today, yours doesn't have to be 30 years. Pastor Troy just said something. It was either last week, the week before last. You don't have to hit rock bottom to ask God to save you. Um, people use the, uh, I've hit my rock bottom. It's almost a whole no, another shade of me. Um, I don't even think I hit my rock bottom. I think God saved me before I did. But just keep that in mind if, if you're here today and you're going through something. It, you don't have to wait for your rock bottom to come before you actually step up and you, you ask God for help. And um, right now, what I would like to do is ask you to bow your heads and close your eyes. And um, please, with no one looking around, I want to ask you a few questions. Question number one is, has the Holy Spirit spoke to you today? Are you at a place where you feel broken? Ready to say, God, I can't do this alone and I need you. Question number two is, uh, are you tired of your sins and your bad choices? Are you ready to pick a side? the path that leads to freedom and peace. And the last question, are you ready to accept Jesus Christ as your light of the world and believe by faith that he is the only one that can lead you to the light of life? And right now, if, you, uh, if you've answered uh, any, of the, any of these questions with a yes and the Holy Spirit has been tugging on you, uh, please, just by an act of faith, I'd like for you to lift your hands. Just even if it was just one question you answered, you answered yes. I believe that the Holy Spirit is uh, is speaking to somebody here today. I don't think he would have had me write this message or helped me write this message if it wasn't true. But uh, whether you're here today for the first time or you've been a follower of Christ for a while, it doesn't matter. I believe God has spoken to someone here today and that and if that's you, I believe he wants to show you that you don't have to be broken anymore. God can and will use you for His glory, for things that you never thought possible. And I I would like to pray for you right now, if you would please join me. Dear Jesus, first of all, I would just like to thank you for joining us here today. For everyone here today that is broken, I pray that you will not only comfort them, but heal them. Lord, I pray that everyone here will be given the strength to pick your side as, as you lead them into your light. Speak to us, God, as you help us to see that your, your way is the pathway to peace and victory. Guide us this week and continue to be our one and only true God. Thank you, God, for joining us here today and guide us through this week. And the whole church said, Amen. Amen. That's the message that I felt like the Holy Spirit was having me share with you today. Would you like the hat? I do want the hat, please. Thank God. Could you put the recovery group slide up for me one more time? Everett, just tell us a little bit, because this is um, this is offered to the whole network and to anyone else, anyone in the community. So tell us, first of all, can you define recovery for me? What are the specific um, uh, addictions or issues or hurts, habits, hang-ups that this group addresses? Yeah, that comes up a lot because it's not just for drugs and alcohol let me make that very clear a lot of times people hear recovery and that's the first thing they think of or they think of celebrate recovery and that's we're not there yet someday we're gonna have the worship team and everybody there hopefully we never know uh we're not ready for that yet but this is more 
I tell everybody it's more like an AA, NA meeting type setup, but it's not for just drugs and alcohol. If you have uh, codependency, um, I'm in that category too. When I got sober, I found out I was an alcoholic and a codependent person. I thought I could fix everybody before I even fixed myself. Um, and I got lost in that with people. Um, if you have anger issues, if you have an eating disorder, if you have, you name it, any struggle. Uh, we like to use the word struggle. Any sin that you're fighting, you're going through, um, this, is, this is the place to come and just talk. Um, and I'm not, if I'm not able to help you, I know people that can. We got Pastor Keeley and her, her staff on our, on our side. I uh, got references. I can tell you where to go. Because I'm telling you, there's people that have come see me, and I can tell you right when I see them, I can't, there's not a whole lot I can do except for pray for them. Um, they need a 28-day program, or they need extra help. And um, I'm okay to... So this is kind of a launching-off point, whether whether they remain in the group or whether you refer them somewhere else, the launching-off point is the Exactly. And when is the group? The group is uh, Thursday nights at 6.30 at the Modesto campus uh, at the Dream Center. Um, I just talked to Pastor Troy the other day. I'm uh, try- thinking about, having, I'm praying on it. I'm thinking about going over to another church that they have a men's home. I'm thinking about trying to spread it out that way. Um, if anybody in Lathrop or Manteca feels like they could use it, but they just can't afford the, the gas to drive, I'm open to starting something closer to here. That was the original dream. It wasn't just Modesto. Uh, we're a network, so we share. Um, but I'm more than willing to talk to people, rather on the phone or have a, just a meeting here in Manteca or, or Lathrop. And this is your phone number. And that's my share. phone number. If anybody, um, there's no. I'm telling you, don't be, don't be scared to just make a phone call, even if you're just thinking that might there might be something that you want to talk about. Um, I'm more than willing to talk to you, um, and just guide you. And all I can do is give you my testimony, but all I can tell you is that God will and can change your life. So uh, to me, I'm living proof of that, and uh, I'm still excited to see where it's going to go. So. Aren't you proud and thankful? Hi, I'm Brian, the online campus pastor and network operations pastor here at New Life Church. Thanks for choosing to join us today. Now, before you go, I just wanted to let you guys know a couple of things. Every single night at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, we host a live prayer on our Facebook page, New Life Church CA. And we love for you guys to join us in digitally praying for other new lifers and needs across the globe. Now, if you have a prayer request that you would like to be included in that live prayer video, you can visit www.newlifeca.church slash prayer. Also, if you're looking for more ways to get connected to the New Life Church Network, you can visit www.newlifeca.church connect and start a conversation with one of the pastors here on staff at New Life Church. And last but not least, if the ministries here at New Life Church have impacted you in a positive way and you feel the Spirit of God moving in you to financially partner with New Life, you can go to newlifeca.church give and securely give a one time or recurring gift. Just select what campus you attend and how much you'd like to give and follow the prompts the rest of the way. It's a really, really easy process. Uh, Every single week, there are so many ways for you to stay connected and be involved at New Life Church. All right, New Lifers, we'll see you again soon.